Welcome to MLD Wealth, Money Matters, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights on the market and economy. Hosted by Chad Larson, top-ranking portfolio manager at CG Wealth Management and founder of MLD Wealth Management. In this podcast, Chad shares concise, clear and authentic views on the market, helping gain greater clarity on the current state of the investment landscape facing investors. Hi guys, it's Chad Larson with MLD Wealth. Uh, it's June 1st, another edition of MLD Wealth, Money Matters. Um, filming remotely today, you know, it caught me all on holidays. Um, I'm in beautiful Morocco uh, here today. So for those of you watching on video, you can see some ancient village thing behind me, which I haven't yet to explore. A um, few things I wanted to talk about today and in, in keeping it brief. Uh, a couple things and some more noise in and around the market and some client inquiries around the U.S. debt ceiling, potential Canadian housing bubble, strength of the Canadian banks, um, the energy markets, and just general positioning strategies and how we see the markets continuing to unfold. You know, what I spoke about last month, you know, in and around being congruent that you know, we expected the markets to be choppy in the front half of the year and again to into the latter half of this calendar year, the markets would likely discount a recovery that we see in 2023. Now we're off the back of the fifth straight week that the NASDAQ has um, achieved positive returns. Largely the phenomenon of you know coming off of an aggressive tax loss season and the market starting to bet that the, you know, the, the market rallied last week because they believe the US lawmakers would raise the debt ceiling. I think this is a bipartisan issue that comes to the table constantly and is used as political cannon fodder as you know the Federal Reserve and the Congress sets the debt ceiling at which the US can borrow money. So avoiding a potential shutdown of the government and the unintended consequences of like of you know delayed social security payments, shuttering government services, it, it always reads doom and gloom across the marketplaces, but no one party um, generally has gone so far down the path to to dig in their heels. So it becomes whoever's in control uh, of Congress and the House to be able to ram through some more um, political agendas from either side uh, of the bench um, to get uh, something done in the middle. And so McCarthy and Biden ended up reaching an agreement. So probably if I would have filmed this three days ago, I would have been talking about the pending uh, resolution of this. So we do have resolution, uh, positive impact into the market. So that's great. Um, you know, we had put more money to work last month, um, you know, bringing cash weightings down. Uh, a couple things like in and around the discussion of uh, deployment strategies and, and different sectors in and around that. Something unique and more relative to our investor base that's based out of Alberta, um, but across the board, our exposure to the energy markets and our you know short-term bearishness, but long-term bullish um, positioning in and around that sector, uh, again, due to lack of investment long-term and sustainable energies uh, being non-cost effective and being able to take on full scale and scope. Um, we elected a UCP government uh, majority in Alberta, um, positive uh, for the energy trade, positive for corporations based out of Alberta, um, as the NDP's platform called for you know a near immediate uh, significant hike to corporate tax rates. So um, you know in out of the clear or in the clear for now uh, in that regard. 
with respect to U.S. housing or Canadian housing bubble, uh, it's, it's, it's real and it's not. I think from, and that dovetails into two topics, one in the, the Canadian banks and, uh, the strength and stability of them. Something that we've been seeing for a while was what we were calling blend and extend. I won't call out any one certain bank, but already at a regulatory level, you're starting to see, you know, mortgages that were coming, uh, for renewal that perhaps had, you know, little equity in them. Prices have slipped. Uh, interest rates are up. So whereby, you know, X percentage would have been principal and X percentage would have been interest. Uh, now you have a scenario where, you know, the interest component of it, uh, alone, is, you know, near higher than their old payment. Uh, and so as such, you know, these houses would be underwater and they would be potentially in distress. Um, so you're seeing banks do blend and extend, and that is, you know, terming out and extending the amortization periods, you know, quietly and softly just to maintain integrity uh, across those markets. The Canadian uh, banking sector from a regulatory standpoint uh, is very robust. What really affects uh, a housing bubble is jobless rates and our unemployment numbers uh, to a different fraction in that regard. Uh, it's creeping up. Um, and like we said, we expected to see a very negative economic calendar into the end of the year uh, with a positive market. The economy will get worse while the market does better. So it's it's one of those things where there's going to be more pain on the street, but from a portfolio standpoint, um, things look uh, better to the turn. Uh, from the energy trade, um, obviously seen some strong year-to-date weakness. Um, and, you know, some some comments and conversations that I was having, which was unique, was, you know, why are we not, you know, why are people not loading up on these deep value names? And they've never been cheaper and their balance sheets are amazing and incredible free cash flows and strong dividends, you know, while tech Stocks are starting to rally again. Microsoft at all near all time highs again, and Apple's run and Nvidia reported strong numbers, and the stock surged. The probability, the weighted risk probability of a wild tech stock that's gone from maybe fifty times earnings, you know, down to twenty times earnings, the odds of it going back to twenty five or thirty times earnings are probably uniquely probably more probable than you know energy company going from two times cash flow to three times cash flow and obviously the headwinds of the ESG phenomenon of um, you know clean sustainable investing driven down by endowments institutions and you know all of that kind of stuff um, has kept these deep value trades will likely be deep value for some time, but you know, we also find kind of solace in that. We find, um, you know, we there better sleep at night trades backed by um, real assets, um, real replacement cost infrastructure, uh, real NAVs, real book values per share. So, you know, you're not going to see kind of that resurgence of resubience. And that's why you've seen the NASDAQ perform far better than the Dow, so to speak. But, you know, sticking to our laurels and being deep value based investors generally over the long-term aligns with our value set and the risk tolerances of our clients that are largely looking for capital preservation uh, and modest growth over a market cycle. Um, other things you know, we do, we've talked for the last couple of months about the SVIBs and U.S. banking crises. That's largely seemingly past us, um, hasn't flared up. We haven't seen a lot more. Uh, some interesting developments probably 
jumping back into um, the Canadian housing space and with respect to um, mix or mortgage based uh, mortgage investment corporations. Um, we've done some structuring in and around private credit uh, that's going to be thematic and take advantage of, uh, I think, some weakness that you're going to see across the space. You know, going through into what feels like the summer. Um, again, this is the first time I've ever filmed remote like this from a foreign country, but you know, it kind of feels like summer definitely does here. Um, cash weightings will be flexed, uh, looking to be opportunistic. Um, you know, some of you have also kind of asked, um, to kind of comment and update with respect to Can Accords management led buyout, uh, for the time being. Um, it will let the media kind of run its course and the we are a public company and let the press releases of the company uh, drive um, the information flow of that. Um, so can't comment on that for now, but stay tuned. Um, and for all of you else, uh, I would say like all things, the news cycle has slowed down the volatility or the fear mongering, which has been welcomed and nice. And so you'll probably see some, some buoyed markets in through, uh, in through kind of the next few weeks of trading sessions and, and then kind of decide what things look like through the summer, you know, what pockets of volatility that are largely created by lack of volumes, um, slowdown in capital markets activity, which quite frankly has been next to zero, um, year to date. Um, so I think it's going to be a quiet summer. Um, when I talk to other institutions and hedge funds, it's still largely pens down. No one's doing a lot of things. Uh, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Um, but thematically, you know, the building in the bedrock or setting the tones for the currents of the next running bull market. Um, as always, thank you so much for the trust uh, and confidence that you place in MLD and its team and, and serving our private clients. And if you have any comments or questions or concerns, um, feel free to reach out to myself or anyone uh, on our team. Have a wonderful month and we'll talk soon. All the best. The comments expressed in this podcast are the results of work done by MLD Wealth Management. They may differ from the opinion of Canaccord Genuity Corp and should not be considered as representative of Canaccord Genuity Corp beliefs, opinions, or recommendations. All views expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and do not constitute an offer or solicitation to buy or sell any securities. The statements expressed herein are not intended to provide tax, legal, or financial advice and under no circumstances should be construed as solicitation to act as a securities broker or dealer in any jurisdiction. All views are intended for general circulation only and do not have any regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or general needs of any particular person, organization, or institution. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you want to know more about the information contained in this video or have any related questions. Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management in Canada is a division of Canaccord Genuity Corp member, Canadian Investor Protection Fund, and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.